All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday and happy Memorial Day, everybody. Welcome uh, this Monday through Thursday, live teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're wondering who is this lady on the internet on Memorial Day, why isn't she saying uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business life together. So getting your business registered, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, uh, basic brand protection strategies, um, hiring employees properly. I help you do all of those foundational things that you need to make sure that your business is built on solid ground, okay? Uh, if you're wondering why I'm qualified, I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. Uh, so that's why I'm here. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me or, you know, see how we can get your business on the right track, I want you to go somewhere, okay? Uh, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Hello, Dion Will too. Uh, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is uh, the only link in my bio on Instagram, and it is all over my page on Facebook. Uh, at that link, you can do several things. You can, If you are a first-time client, you can set up a free 15-minute consultation. Uh, you can also download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and launch your dream business in seven days or less. And just for this week, because it's my birthday, you know, and I want to give y'all a gift on my birthday... Um, I have put together something for you guys that I think is really cool. I call it the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle. So um, it takes my Business Startup Basics video series, which basically takes you through every step of, you know, building a solid business. And then you get the live demonstrations of your of getting your EIN number, of getting your DUNS number, and of creating your operating agreement. And as well in that bundle, you get five of my ebooks. ebooks. You get my Business Entities ebook my money management for entrepreneurs, and my trademark, copyright, and patent ebooks. Okay, guys? So this whole package retails for over $330. But this week, since it is my birthday, it is on sale for just $99. So you can go, again, to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and pick up the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle on today. All right? Okay. So now that we have talked about what's, uh, you know, what I do, let's talk about the show. For those who might be new or for those who might watch later and you're like, who's this lady on the internet? Uh, so what I do is I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories that you lovely people send to me. Uh, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. Okay, so this is a conversation. Uh, you know, this is not just me talking into the air. If you got questions, put them in the box. If you got comments, put them in the box. Um, I'm going to ask you to put stuff in the box to make sure that you're paying attention, all right? So this is a conversation, so be prepared to participate and don't feel shy about participating. As well, um, what else did I want to tell you? Yes, stick around to the end because I want all y'all energy to wish my daddy a happy birthday, all right? Okay, so we are about to get it started, all right? 
first story that we are talking about. Sincere, are you still here? Our first story has to do with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, my friends who are basketball fans, give me a basketball emoji. If you're a basketball fan, give me a basketball emoji. This is an update about our friend Kawhi Leonard. So we talked about a story a couple of times uh, um, that uh, Kawhi Leonard was suing Nike because he said Nike was inappropriately using a trademark that he created, right? Um, awesome, sincere. So he, he said that he created this logo and he, you know, while he did give Nike license to, you know, use it, he always had final say-so and, you know, it's his mark. Eventually, Kawhi ended up losing um, that case and it was found that Nike actually does own the rights to the trademark in question, which is a claw with a KL in it and Kawhi's number. Um, in furtherance of that case and why I titled this episode, how many times do I have to say read your contracts? Thank you, Sincere39. So Kawhi Leonard apparently did not read his contract when he signed the contract with Nike because there was a clause in that contract that specifically said that Nike would own the rights to the logo, to the, to the trademarked item that was under dispute in the case, meaning the claw logo with the KL. So Kawhi Leonard uh, probably did not read his contract and probably did not have, you know, a, a, um, a, a, an attorney at least summarize it for him and signed the contract and, and apparently didn't know what he was signing. Um, and now, because not only did Kawhi not realize what he was signing, but he actually tried to sue Nike, Kawhi Leonard may be, uh, may be the subject of a lawsuit himself very soon, because the fact that he signed this contract with Nike a while ago that acknowledged that Nike owned this logo, uh, Kawhi Leonard might be facing copyright infringement issues and uh, also be charged with violating his contract because he wasn't supposed to use the logo outside of with Nike. Sincere39 said, isn't that his lawyer's fault? Um, Sincere39, what do we know for a fact that he consulted a lawyer before signing this contract? And, wh and who obtained that lawyer for him? And who are they affiliated with, right? So we don't know any of those things. And at the end of the day... Even if you have a lawyer, it is still your responsibility, especially with, you know, this is a high net worth industry. It is to your benefit and it is your responsibility to know what you are putting your name on. I understand that contracts can be um, business naivete, not when it comes to this amount of money and not when it comes to Nike. Ignorance of the law is not an excuse. Yeah, Kawhi was probably young, but he was still an adult. You can sign a contract at 18 years of age because that is the age that the law says that you understand what you're doing and you have the capacity of mind to make this decision for yourself. Now, Kawhi, whether I don't, I cannot say whether he read the contract or not. I am assuming he did not because he did not realize that that clause was in there. And I am assuming that he did not have an attorney summarize it for him because maybe he would have done. Yeah, it's definitely business naivete. 
but business naivete is not, you know, ignorance of the law. Now think about this. Um, if you're out here running a business and you don't have an EIN number and you're using people's, you know, trademarks and you, you know, you're breaking contracts, but you don't know that's illegal or should you, should you not be held liable by the law because you don't understand the rules of business? No, you should, the ignorance of the law is not an excuse. You need to read your contracts. And now, because Kawhi did not read his contract, he might be getting sued by Nike for copyright infringement and for violating his contract because he's trying to use the logo that Nike legally owns and trying to take it and use it with New Balance. So, we are still going to have to keep an eye on this case because we don't know how this is going to end up for Kawhi. I hope that there is some kind of peaceful resolution. I mean, he worked with Nike for eight years. You know, they've probably made a lot of money together. Hopefully they can come to a peaceful resolution. But, um, Sincere39, you seem to have a soft spot for Kawhi, uh, you know, in, in terms of business naivete. Do you think that there should be an exception made for people who don't know what their, what, you know, what their obligations are? Do you think that people should be able to use business naivete as an excuse to not uphold their end of contracts? Let me know. Because the, um, it's like, um, when you drive a car, whether or not you are old enough to drive a car, if you are found driving a car, and you do something in the car, you hurt somebody, you are still charged as an adult because you are doing an adult activity. You as, a, as an underage person behind the car, that does not absolve you of the responsibilities. You took the responsibility of getting behind that wheel. Kawhi took the responsibility of signing that contract, whether or not he read it. So, Sincere, do you think that there should be an exception made for business naivete? And to the people listening or watching out there, do you guys think that there should be an exception made for business naivete? Is it, um, is it fair to hold someone who doesn't necessarily know all the rules of business to the same rules as someone who, you know, maybe went to school for it? Personally, I don't think so. If you're stepping into an arena you're stepping into an arena and you're trying to make people believe that you know what you're doing. It's like somebody who, who steps into, you know, a, um, if I step into a wrestling ring or a, a UFC ring, so any type of physical combat ring, it, it is under the, uh, against an opponent, it is under the assumption that I have the skill to take on this opponent. I can't go in the ring and then, you know, I, I'm putting my hands there like, I don't know how to fight. Why are you in the ring, right? Um, since the other nine said, no, businesses will take advantage of you. He should have had a lawyer. He absolutely should have had a lawyer. And we don't know what was happening on the day that he signed that contract. There may have been a lawyer in the room, but that lawyer may have been one that was provided by Nike, provided by anybody else. We don't know if that lawyer was necessarily on his side. And that is why it is important for you to have representation that represents you, not you and other parties, just you, because you want your legal representation to only be thinking about you at all times. Okay. Um, so good luck to Kawhi Leonard. Uh, all right. So we are moving on to our next story, 
But uh, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts um, using pop culture and celebrity news. And it is also my birthday week. And for my birthday week, um, I have put together a bundle for you guys. Uh, it's called the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle. It is going to give you guys not only a crash course in entrepreneurship, basically, you know, how to be a boss 101, my video series, um, but you're also going to get live demonstrations of getting your EIN number, your DUNS number, and putting together an operating agreement so that you can get those foundational pieces of your businesses done, you know, lickety split and with professionalism. All right. So go pick that up. It is $99 for this week only. After that, it's going to go up to $330. So go pick it up. Since the night said that's even worse. <laughs> Look, Kawhi should have read the paperwork, all right? That's, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. You need to read the paperwork, okay? All right. Moving on, moving on, moving on. And we actually have more sports here. Um, since CA39, do you remember all the times that we have talked about Penn State? We've talked about Penn State a lot. We've talked about Penn State with the RV case, with that rival RV um, company, rental company. And we have talked about Penn State trying to trademark, you know, regional sayings, and we have also had a case that's been recurring with Penn State suing this 80-year-old guy who's trying to trademark their logos on a state level. Um, so there's this guy, Paul Parshall. Uh Paul, at the time of this article, is about a little over 80 years old, um, and Paul has suffered two strokes. Uh, but Paul <laughs> is also in a bit of hot water with Penn State because he, the Penn State has, has a, has a mascot. Hold on a second. Uh, since the other night said, some people feel like when they are doing business with someone that they have their best interest. Absolutely. And I'm here to dispel that myth. Um, the only person who has your best interest, uh, at heart is yourself and the legal representation that you hired with your money. Okay. All right. Since the night said, yes, Penn State is a hot topic. All right. So, yeah. So, this guy, Paul Parshall, he basically took Penn State's um, logo, the Nittany Lions, and he was selling merch. He was selling cigars, T-shirts, things like that. Um, and he also tried to trademark Penn State's logo, the Nittany Lions, uh, in several states and with the USPTO. Um, and Penn State was like, uh, whoa there, what are you doing? These are our logos. And Paul Parshall um, tried to offer them $50,000 for their trademarks. <laughs> now, think about how much money a university makes from selling merchandise using their logos. And imagine Joe Schmo coming off the street and saying, hey, university that makes millions of dollars off of your logo let me buy it off you for $50,000. This is what Paul Parshall said to, uh, to Penn State. Uh, and Penn State was like, girl, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so they sued Paul Parshall. And, uh, and Paul Parshall has basically been dragging his feet because the court has asked him to provide documentation, emails, information that the court needs. There's something called discovery when there's a trial, when the court is like, okay, we need all of all this stuff 
these emails, these, uh, you know, letters, paperwork, whatever it is, it's called discovery. And we need you to hand it over. And they give you a date to hand it over. And Paul Parshall was not, was not uh, following what the court said. So, um, the court has fined Paul Parshall $9,493 because he has not been cooperating with the court. Now, on top of this $9,493, Penn State is seeking $2 million from Paul Parshall, but they said they are willing to settle for $70,000 as long as he agrees to stop using their logo and selling merchandise. Um, so I wanted to know from you guys, what do you think is Paul Parshall's problem? This man has, does not have the deep pockets of Penn State. He's offering them $50,000 for this logo, this, this mascot that makes them millions of dollars. And he's basically thumbing his nose to the court and saying, I'm not going to do what you tell me. What do you think is, is, is Paul Parshall's problem? Do you think that he's just at a certain age and he's like, what are you going to do about it? You know, um, or do you think that he really thinks he has a right to use these logos? What do you think is happening with Paul Parshall? I personally think that this is, you know, the, the, uh, the stubbornness of age and Paul Parshall is like, you know, this is my right. I want to sell my, uh, merchandise and you can't stop me. Since the guys said mental issues, hey, you know, that could be a thing too. There could be mental issues there because you can't tell me that you see Penn State University, you try to trademark their logo and then you offer them a fraction, a fraction, a minuscule fraction of what they make on a yearly basis from these logos. What's wrong with you? Hi, Zephyrina. So, um, uh, I picked this case one because I need you guys to remember that you cannot just get around trademarks by, you know, going to different levels. If something is trademarked, um, you know, on a federal level, you're not going to be able to get state trademarks for him. Okay. For it. Okay. Because federal trademarks always trump state trademarks. And two, if the court asks you to give them something, give it to them because they will fine you. Um, since they learned that said could be him just being stubborn. Right. And I'm like, you 80 years old, sir. You are over 80 and you have already suffered two strokes. What are you doing? You are putting unnecessary stress on your body, on your health. And we already in the time of the Rona, just give it up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Paul Parshall has to, on top of the money that Penn State is looking for, Paul Parshall has to pay out almost $10,000 because he uh, was not um, following the court's directions. So this is just, you know, a reminder to you that if the court asks you to do something, do it. All right? Okay. Okay. Ooh, and we are moving on to our last story. Okay, we're making good time. Um, Want to remind you guys who just came in, we are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you would like to advertise your business on the show, we do do advertising spots starting at $9 a pop. So go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your advertising spot on today. All right. Okay. So let's uh, move on to our last story for the uh, evening. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, do we have any movie buffs here? Are, are, is anybody watching 
you know, really into movies, go to, when movies were open, go to the movies all the time. If you like movies, if you're a big movie buff, give me like a movie camera reel emoji. Okay. Um, as we know, there, there are no more movie releases, uh, at least not in theaters. Everything's going straight to streaming. Uh, but that, but you know, there are a lot of movies that were in post-production that are getting ready to come out. Um, and one such movie was called Tenet. Um, it is a movie by Warner Brothers and you used to, okay. It's a movie by Warner Brothers. It's supposed to be premiering, uh, July of this year. So in a couple of months, um, thank you, Sincere39. And it, the, 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 the basic premise of the Tenet movie, from what I can see, is it has to do something about time travel, but in a weird way. The, the articles that I've read actually have not been very kind, and I think this movie might flop if and when it comes out, okay? Um, but here's why we're talking about this. So, we know that, oh yes, it is with Denzel's son. Very good, Sincere. You're up on your stuff. Um, so when, if you guys remember when we had our Logos 101 series with Martine from Seedbox Digital, she said in the marketing world, there are no accidents, right? Um, but I think that we might, when you see similarities between logos, but I think that this might be, um, an instance where there was actually, you know, a genuine kind of just convergence of two ideas. So like I said, Warner Brothers is supposed to be coming out with this movie in July called Tenet. Now, the way that they spell Tenet or, you know, make it appear is Tenet is spelled T-E-N and then E-T, but the last E and T, they are turned around uh, or, you know, uh, or the, the E is turned around, okay? So you know, to, and it's just a way to distinguish the word. The thing is, there is a bicycle shop that is named Tenant Components, and they also spell their name and have it, you know, look like the same way. So it's T-E-N with the E inverted and a T. Now, we know when you trademark something, you can only trademark in your industry, right? So golden arches are trademarked in fast food, but not for power tools. Mon, uh, you know, monster energy drink that, well, actually they're not a good, um, example cause they sue everybody. Uh, Apple, the Apple logo is trademarked for tech, but not for, I don't know, baseball gloves. Okay. So you can only trademark in your industry. However, um, this small bicycle, this small bicycle shop, this bicycle parts shop, when they saw that Warner Brothers was coming out with this movie and that they had a, a logo that was pretty much similar, not just in the way that the letters were formed, were, uh, were, were spelled, but also the type of lettering, the font was very similar. This small little bicycle shop because they had their ducks in a row, they had gotten their trademark for their bicycle shop in October of 2018. They sent a letter to Warner Brothers and they said, hey, Warner Brothers, hey, what's up? 
we know that you're coming out with this movie in a, you know, in, in July, but we just wanted to let you know, we have a trademark for this, you know, this word tenant within the industry of bicycle repair. Now we know we're not in the same industry, but we don't want no smoke with Warner Brothers and we don't want any to be tied up in legal, you know, battles because we don't have the money. We're a small bicycle shop. We are just trying to protect our intellectual property. So we're just putting you on notice. We have this trademark. It's for bicycles. And we're hoping that you don't try and, you know, use your power as Warner Brothers to push us out of the way. So great. This was a great, um, this was a great job by this bicycle shop. One, because they had their trademark, uh, you know, already established. And two, because they reached out beforehand. They, they went to Warner Brothers as a man and said, hey, you know, I just want to tell you what happened. And Warner Brothers, uh, what do you think Warner Brothers did? What do you guys think Warner Brothers did? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think Warner Brothers did? I'm going to give you like three more seconds because I don't want to leave podcast land with too much dead air. Okay. Um, we're going to go one, two, three. Uh, hi, Alan Spain. So, or Alan S. Payne. <laughs> so, Warner Brothers, they actually changed uh, the, the, the appearance of the word tenant. They were like, you know, um, the, the, I guess the head of legal who got the letter from the bike shop. No, not at all. Since they're 39, Warner Brothers was real nice about it. They actually wrote the bike shop back and they were like, hey, you know, we get it. Hi, Don Poppy. We get it. We understand. And we understand this is, this is, this is just a, a, as an example of, you know, kismet happening and just two ideas clashing together because we have been working on this movie. <laughs> Zephyrina is laughing sincere because, uh, you know, Warner Brothers said we've been working on this movie for six years. So, no, you know, we're not trying to infringe on your bicycle company. Go ahead. Do your thing. We out here. We're not, we're not even going to keep this. We're going to let you cook. So... Warner Brothers and this little bike shop tenant components, they have amicably resolved this issue. Now, it might not necessarily have been an issue because, again, Warner Brothers does entertainment in terms of, you know, live um, picture, motion pictures, things like that. And this company is a bicycle shops company. However, Warner Brothers has, a, has hands in a lot of pots. So this bicycle company, they were doing their due diligence. They were protecting their trademark and they were saying, hey, we know you're a powerhouse, but we did our part and we registered this trademark. So please don't try and push us out. Um, um, since either and I said, I would have asked for money and to place my shop in the movie as a cameo. Ooh, good idea. Zephyrina said, shocking, that's awesome and adult-like. Um, Sincere39 said, very professional of Warner Brothers. Absolutely. And this is how, you know, yeah, um, Zephyrina said, that's a good idea, Sincere. Um, but yeah, and this is how it can happen. If you have all of your paperwork in order and everybody is reasonable, you can have amicable resolutions like this, where you can say, hey, bruh, I see what you're doing out there. I'm not even trying to stop you. But just so you know, we've got this on lockdown over here. So let's try and, you know, keep our paths separate. That Like, trademarks are not meant to exclude people. Trademarks are there to let people know, okay, 
just to let you know your limitations and where you can work together. There's nothing, it's just like when you have your apartment or your house, you know, it's, you have your fence, yeah, you know, to keep robbers out, but your fence basically says, hey, this is my property. There are property lines. And it's not to say nobody can come, they just have to come with your express permission. So trademarks provide a property line for people using your, your brand name, your logo, your name, okay? And when you have those property lines set up properly, you can go to your neighbor friendly like and say, hey neighbor, I've got my fence up here, you've got your fence up there. Let's just make sure we stay on our properties, okay? And you know, if, if you need something, you can come ask, but try not to, 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 to get your stuff onto my lawn. So Warner Brothers and Tenet Components, they have amicably resolved this without even having to step foot in a court. They have saved themselves thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars in litigation because Tenet Components did the work up front to secure their logo and let Warner Brothers know off the rip, hey, we have this on lock over in the bicycle components industry, okay? So, um, that was the last story that I had for you guys. Uh, we are going to take a few extra minutes before we close because like I said on Thursday, today is my dad's birthday and I would like for you guys to wish my dad a birth, uh, a happy birthday. Um, <coughs> excuse me. We are almost birthday twins. My dad's birthday is the day before mine. Um, I called him this morning, but, uh, you know, I told y'all, I want y'all to tell my dad happy birthday today. So I came on here especially for that. So if you guys could just wish my dad a happy birthday, I would be so happy. I'm going to send him the link for the broadcast so he can see the lovely people, you know, giving him well wishes for his birthday. Zephyrina said, happy birthday. May you have a joyous celebration. Thank you, Zephyrina. Yes, my dad is where I get all my nerdiness from, like, uh, <laughs> thing, like, uh, books, learning, you know, nerdy research stuff, I get that all from my dad. AP Jackson said happy birthday to my dad, thank you AP Jackson, yes, so, happy birthday to my dad, also I want to remind you, Sincere 39 said happy birthday, <laughs> thank you Zephyrina. I want to remind you guys, the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle is on sale for $99 right now. It is going to retail for $330 after this week. Uh, it is where you get the Business Startup Basics uh, video training plus the live demonstrations of getting your EIN, your DUNS, and putting together your operating agreement, okay? It is the, it is the one, the, not the one-stop shop, but it is the building block bundle to get that business off the ground. All of those necessary parts that people don't want to think about, you got it. Um, since the other night I said my father's birthday is the 20th. Okay, yes, another Gemini in the house. Woo woo! <laughs> yeah, so go pick up the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle. It is on sale this week only. It's, uh, it's going back up to regular price Saturday. Alright? Um, we are going to be back here tomorrow. It Tomorrow, it Oh, the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle Zephyrina, it is uh, is $99 for this week only. After this week, it is going up to $330. With the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle, you get um, the Business Startup Basics four-part video series. You get the the live demonstration of getting your EIN number, the live demonstration of getting your DUNS number, or the video trainings, I should say. And the one for operating agreements. As well, you get five of my eBooks. You get the Business Entities... Money management for entrepreneurs, trademarks, copyrights, 
and patents ebook. Okay. So, um, you get all of that in the ultimate biz launch bundle. So, uh, go pick it up while it's on sale. Okay. Sincere 39, you said you have an off topic question. Uh, ask your question, but I cannot guarantee that I will answer it depending on the content. <laughs> um, but yeah, so make sure you pick up the ultimate biz launch bundle. You're welcome. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast if you have not already, so you can watch the replays of the show. Um, make sure you come back tomorrow. Tomorrow's my birthday. I'm going to be on here celebrating with y'all. We're going to have some more stories. Um, so Sid 39 said, what do you do if your bank places $63 million in your account? (coughs) Are you asking me as Natalie, the person or Natalie, the attorney? No, uh, if your bank plays, if your bank places, uh, you know, a large, uh, sum of money, (laughs) Zephyrin is laughing, return it. If your bank places money that's not supposed to be in that account, especially a large sum of money, return that because you don't want the headache afterwards when they finally figure it out because they will. And they're like, ma'am, ma'am or sir, where's our money? And you don't have it because you done spent it on eight yachts. Um, <laughs> so if your uh so if you if your if your bank and this is this is both me as a person and a lawyer if you give me money that's not mine especially in a financial institution I'm going to give it back to you because they have processes to follow the money and if you if they find out that you had the money and you didn't return it they're going to be like girl where is it and why didn't you give it back so uh, just for me, I would return it for my peace of mind because if I took that $63 million, I would, I've, I would either be on the run for the rest of my life. I would have to like move to another country and renounce my citizenship or, you know, risk, risk, risk uh, risk the consequences. Um, uh, since the other said, do you go to regular? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I don't know about that life. Uh, I don't want to know about that life. I know that if you give me money that's not mine I'm giving it back because Natalie does not want to go to jail (laughs) alright that's my story and I'm sticking to it okay so yeah so we will be back tomorrow what about just a minute look if you give me anything over $20 I'm giving it back (laughs) okay no I just for me for my peace of mind I know that I feel guilty. (laughs) Zephyrina said, send it to her. I know that I'm going to feel guilty and I'm going to feel like I'm looking over my shoulder all the time because I took this money. I remember those ones long time ago. I was waiting tables. Um, and this man, he had a $10 lunch. And I remember when he left, you know, he paid his bill and he left cash and he was leaving and I went to go pick up the money and he left a $50 tip on a, $10 bill and I said this don't seem right and I saw him walk out the door and I ran after him and I said sir I think you left uh I think you you left the wrong amount of money remember $50 tip on a $10 lunch and he 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 said and he looked at it he was like oh my god I didn't even realize I did that because he organized his money in such a way that he thought he had left five instead of 50 and I gave it back 
And then the next time he came in, he left me a really nice tip. So, and that is just, I've just, I just take that as a practice. Look, I'm not, I don't want nobody keeping my money, so I'm not going to keep yours. And that's just how I am. All right. Um... Since they 39 said, on a beach in Bora Bora, you won't be looking for anyone. Look, the way I'm set up, I'll be looking for somebody all the time. <laughs> okay? All right. <laughs> but yes, but we are going to leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for wishing my dad a happy birthday. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your participation. I appreciate each and every one of you. We are going to be back here tomorrow evening. You laughing at me, the Don Poppy? We're going to be back here tomorrow evening. Um, bring your friends, uh, bring your questions. If you find any stories that you would like me to talk about, please let me know. Cause I can't, uh, I can't, you know, find them all. Uh, thank you, Zephyrina. Zephyrina told me to go sleep with the angels. I will do my best, my dear. But yes, have a good night, everybody. Take care of yourselves and come join me at 8 p.m. tomorrow. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>